Hi, everyone, and happy Friday, and welcome to this episode of Washington Live. I'm your host, Jaron Rosine. I'm joined in the studio by our producer, Nick Steffens. Our publisher is Matt Bryant. We're part of the Southeast Iowa Union. And later today, our guest is Principal Teresa Beanblossom from the Washington High School. Looking very much forward to that conversation. Let's do business. Okay, I'm glad you put a jacket on since we're wearing the same clothes again. Oh uh, yeah, when you as soon as you walked in, I realized that we both wore maroon. That was the groan that I had. I was like, oh, yeah. I knew you'd be wearing burgundy if I. Wait. Yeah, and now, anyway. I'm, and now I'm freezing inside my jacket on. If these are the worst problems of the day, our day is going to be just fine. Yes. Uh, unlike for some in the police report, which we will <laughs> hop right to. Um, oh, local events first. Oktoberfest was last night. It was a smashing success. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just worked at JP's, and there is also the VI Pink, the hospital uh, breast event of the year for breast cancer awareness and signing people up for mammograms, and they had a swag bag and hundreds of people. It was mm-hmm. uh, honestly chaos, but <laughs> it was an organized chaos and, and fun. So cheers to success there. Upcoming events include the football game tonight, uh, Fairfield here at home in Washington. Weather, it's cold now. 48 degrees. It is sunny. We're, the season's here. Yeah, it's it was 33 when I when I passed, uh, I believe it's State Bank. Uh, it said 33, and it was, it's hard. Yeah, my ferns are like under the front porch, so they are still like, uh, oh, yeah. living, but. I, I gave up on my herbs. They're they're done for for the season. Yeah. Not worth it. You didn't try to cover in plastic nope. and nope. greenhouse or anything like that? No, I'm not. Other business, if you have a birthday shout out, stick that in the chat. You can also email washialive at gmail.com. Local events, uh, anniversaries, anything you like, guest ideas are welcome. Just throw those in the chat or shoot us an email. If you have not done so, hey, please hit the like, the like and follow button. We appreciate you doing that so you get notified when we go live. And smash that subscribe button. Smash the subscribe. Thank you. All right, police report. Since we last spoke, we've had 45 calls for service. Nine in traffic, four in harassment, four in animal, four in weather related, four disorderly, and then we're in the doubles and singles down the rest of the list with fire, welfare, suspicious activity, trespass, court order, and so on. I think it's getting too cold to commit crime. Well, people, you know how it's like really cold at first at 30, Mm -hmm. but then you get into the low zeros and you're used to it and it feels like warm, you're Mm -hmm. like all of that. Okay, reports a car that has been sitting in Hayes Timber with a female subject inside. Gold Chevy Malibu 108 responded, subject had pulled over to use cell phone. <laughs> oh, the reason I pulled this was for nostalgia. Hmm. So Hayes Timber is where, um, like, maybe you would go park your car and, like, kiss or something. Okay. If you were, I, like, a child, like I was in mm-hmm. high school. It was, it was East Lake in Mount Pleasant. That's where, That's where you went mm-hmm. to cause trouble. Mm-hmm. Caller reports someone has taken the battery out of their non-running vehicle and placed it on the ground, requesting extra patrol. 109 was advised for extra patrol. Um, this confused me. Yes, yeah, it's confused. They just, so someone's car was like out of commission, just sitting there. They pulled the battery out and then left. That's why I was confused. And also the non-running part, like why that was an important fact to mention. Yeah. I, I mean, at least it's not a running car, and like you, you're ready to go to work, and then you come out and your battery's on the ground. That would be kind of <laughs> fair point. Uh, caller reports someone is shooting off a large flame from the deck, probably, possibly from a flame thrower. Ninety-two nineteen responded and spoke with the subject about the issue. Next time, he will be more careful. Not because I what want. What is going on? Not there. because I want a flamethrower. 
but where did I want to know where you got the flamethrower? Well, I think you can build them. There's like kits. I don't know what the Amazon situation is, but the fuel would be what and the propellant. These gas prices, yeah. <laughs> Okay. Um, we have a disabled vehicle, no issues. Occupant was reading a book. We have a male subject with a white bike that just urinated in Sesquicentennial Park. Hey, I've been slurring words, but I hit that one right yeah. on. Yeah. Uh, that's the one right by the Kiwash entrance. Uh, 101 and, and uh, never mind, we won't point out whose homes are where, but yeah. it's a nice neighborhood. 101 and 104 responded. Caller left prior to officer's arrival. Subject was made aware of the complaint. Documentation for now. Nope doing that in the park yes two more to report before we go to break and then begin our conversation with Teresa caller reports a group of children keep knocking on their door and running away 109 and 112 responded the group of juveniles were counseled on their behavior um that called ding dong dash yeah I also want to point out the whatever officer inputs that there's only one Ellen console they've made that mistake a few times oh this I don't know be, if they're watching it'd be the dispatcher yeah so if the dispatcher's watching there's only one Ellen and they're busy bees because yeah. there's like the, you talk about panels in front of you if yeah you, We'll have to take you up. That's a guest that we could have. That would actually be, that would actually be a really good guest. We have an emergency operations center in Washington mm -hmm. attached to the jail. It was a long overdue project. It's like a fortress. Mm -hmm. And the, uh, the, the consoles for the dispatchers are impressive. The, the height, the lowering, mm -hmm. the air, like it's just, it's like a, it's impressive. Yeah. We'll just leave it at that. Okay, one more. Caller reports a tree is leaning over the road. They are concerned this is from the wind. 112 responded and advised the tree has always been this way. <laughs> Nothing wrong. Well, they are old trees. I think this was on the boulevard. And I remember when I was leaving the store and I mean, we did get hit with this mm -hmm. change. So fair, fair game. That concludes the police report. Do we have anything else before we go to break? I think we're good. Thank you for watching this episode of Washington Live. Join us after the break with Teresa Bean Blossom. Federation Bank is a locally owned bank providing award-winning customer service. We believe that we are more than just a federation of banks, but a federation of communities serving Brighton, Richland, Wellman, and Washington, Iowa. Federation Bank's highly skilled staff is here to make sure you are able to accomplish your personal and professional goals, whatever they may be. Federation Bank, your family bank. Well, you may know, I'm sure you know, I'm a drummer. Mm -hmm. If I had twin daughters, what do you think I would name them? Anna one, Anna two. <laughs> Welcome back to Washington Live, powered by KCTC. I'm your host, Jaron Rosine. I'm joined by our producer, Nick Steffens, and our guest today, Teresa Beanblossom. Hi. Hi. Teresa. Good to see you, Jaron. Good to see you. Thanks for joining us. You're welcome. So you refreshed. You are a Kyoto native. I am a Kyoto native. And where did they make out in Kyoto? Oh, we were we went to Porns Hill. Porns? Oh, porn like P O H. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yes. 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 Get your mind out of the gutter, Jaren. God. And this is the point of the show is to be adults and talk about school things. So we will get right get right to that. You are the principal at the high school. Correct. How long have you been in the role now? Uh, this is my second year. So, um, really, if you if you look at it, I was hired at uh, the end of June last year. So I've just put in about a year and a few months. Congratulations. Thanks. Um, as I mentioned. When you came in, I wanted to talk a little bit about some background stuff and then talk about uh, some school stuff and what's going on this year. Uh, let's talk about that background. How did you, what was your calling to education? How did you get pulled into the to the field? What's that? Um, probably pretty typical for a lot of people that are educators is that I had an educator that um, just inspired me and um, pushed me to do the next level and the next level. And I decided that's what I wanted to do for people. And so that's why I went into education. But Mr. Holtman is his name. He's from Kyoto. He has since passed, but... Um, that is awesome. You bring it up, and immediately I think of Sally Beasley for me. Oh, she yeah. was uh, a mentor, and and exactly that just brought the best out of me. Yeah. It makes a big difference. Yeah, and we have a lot of teachers that do that now, and I think that's why some kids even just come to school is because they've got that teacher. You know, school might not be their thing, but they've got that teacher that they come to see. That and connection. I think that's important. Yeah. Where did you uh, go to school to get your credentials for teaching? What was the, the path? Um, so I, I went to Iowa Wesleyan, and I got my um, elementary education degree. And then when I was an elementary educator, I decided I wanted to become a counselor. Okay. So then I went to Drake and got my counseling, uh, master's in counseling. And then I decided, hey, I think I want to be a principal. <laughs> That's so, perfect. So I so went back and got another <laughs> master's degree and um, got my administrative degree from Drake as well. From Drake. So how did that balance with family life, your your love story? When did you and Marty, uh, your husband, uh, connect along the path? So we connected in college. I was actually roommates with his sister in college, believe it or not. Oh, that's so, perfect. Yeah. Um, that's not how we met, but... Um, uh, that's kind of another story in itself. <laughs> um, but as far as everything was fine, once I got my master's, I think my work-life balance right now is a little bit off. Um, it does take a lot of time to be an administrator. Um, I go into work at 7 and sometimes don't come home um, if I'm supervising an event until after 9 or 10. And so um, that work-life balance is a little bit difficult. Well, that was one of my questions in the list, too. What what does a typical day look like for you? So you're going in at 7 and... Yep. You have, I'm sure there's a meeting. Yeah, what's a typical day in that in that role? Um, typical day, I get in at 7 because I like to have that first half hour without anyone there where I can can kind of um, get my to-do list, ground myself, figure out what, what the heck do I really need to be doing today. I set all my alarms in my phone so I don't miss anything. Um, and then really at 745, the first bell rings and I'm at the front door greeting students. So awesome. saying good morning to everyone. Um, and then at 810, the bell rings and usually... I start running with with meetings at about eight thirty. Um, so, on what type of meetings are you having? Is it like curriculum's already decided? So, mm -hmm. it's, or is it curriculum meetings? Or what? What are the categories? I'm sorry, maybe this is a lame question, but no, um, what type of meetings question. are you having? So on every Tuesday, we have an administrator meeting. And so that runs from about 8.30 to 11. And um, we talk about things that are happening within our buildings, within the district, um, our plans, what that looks like, and, and how it's driving us forward, and how we're working on our goals in the building. Um, 8.30 every Monday morning, I have a meeting with the guidance counselors and mm -hmm. um, Mr. Kloffenstein, and we kind of talk about, like, here's what's going on, here's the things that we need. 
Um, and then we have a lot of individual education plan meetings. So we try to hold those during the day. A lot of those are held after school hours. So those are more at like 3.30 or so. So that makes for um, your busy day as it fills out now after mm-hmm. after school's out. Oh. Yeah. And then, um, so right now I'm in the start of doing evaluations. So um, yesterday I was in a room at 8.30 um, did an evaluation, came down. Uh, we actually, Mr. Klofenstein and I did a home visit, checking on a student that hadn't been at school. We were a little bit worried. So we did a home visit, came back, um, did lunch duty, mm-hmm. and then um, had another observation. And there was a student that was upset. Then I took them, sad, upset, took them down to our NEST program, met mm-hmm. with them down there, um, went back. Uh, did some more classroom visits. So it, it really just depends on the day. So what I hear is there's structure, but you pivot frequently, constantly you pivot to do yes. whatever needs to be done. Is yes. that accurate? Very much so. Like I may be like, okay, I'm going to walk the building just to go see everybody. And I may get down the hall and somebody catches me and then my whole day changes. Okay. So it can pivot pretty quick. I try not to miss meetings. That's my important thing is that um, legally there has to be um uh, a rep, an administrative rep at uh, an IEP meeting. So like those are like non-negotiable. I have to be there. And so just setting those things up. But you lead right into the, you're such a great guest because you lead right into the question <laughs> as I, I'm thinking of it. Because a lot of what you mentioned is the, the school, like our school. But then I wondered, wait, what does the state have to say and the federal government and what part of your job is following the bureaucratic chunk of school? And it sounds like your requirement to be at a meeting with one of those things, how much other stuff is mandated by the, by the levels? Um, really all of our policies are mandated by something in the state level. So trying to understand what our policies are and how we fall into those policies is really important. Um, we, I'm currently in a principal Alliance course and we're talking about some policies that um, sometimes the community doesn't have a, a true understanding of what the policy is and and so we have to understand that policy so that when we're questioned that we have an answer for that it, sure mm-hmm. yeah and we did get into the nitty-gritty a little more than i thought we would but. <laughs> that's oh. some of it a lot of it's policy that you just have to kind of understand oh. and it's hard sometimes well and that might answer the other question i have which is a two-parter um like what's the hardest part of your job and what's what's the favorite like your the part that you like most. Are you okay with hopping into that? Yeah. Um, the hardest part of my job is honestly the work-life balance. It's like figuring out, I mean, cause I will literally come in in the morning. I like to keep my email at 40, but I'll come in and have like 127. And it's like, I'm gonna, uh, this is a lot of emails. And so I'm going to um, make you sick. Do you want to look at that number <laughs> in the I bottom there? Want? Look at that mail number. Oh my goodness. I couldn't handle it. I can handle it. There's an account that gets like all of these notifications for credit. I have 117,000, by the way. 117,302. <laughs> it's about nauseating. I don't even know where to begin. So I guess my point is I admire that. The 40 and below, uh, my spouse, so many others are on their mail. It's, I admire I admire you. Oh, well, and those are just my unreads. So I, I or, yeah, so I, and I might read them, but I have to come back to them. So I mark them as unread. So that's why that 40 kind of sits in the that's hopper where, all the time. I like your goal. So that's the hardest part. What's, yeah. what do you like the most? What's your favorite? I love being with the students. Like that's, I love. Thanks for a good educator and administrator. That's, <laughs> this is good. 
I'm glad love... you didn't do it in the reverse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would not be very good. No, I love I uh, I love interacting with the students. I love seeing them in the mornings. Um, you know, last year when we'd stand in the hall and say good morning, the kids would look at us like, gosh. And now they're coming in and they're saying good morning they to us back, before they yeah. even say anything or have a good day. And so it's it's like okay, yeah. Um, I like chatting with them at lunch, seeing what they're doing. And I think there's such a great group, and I want to touch on this, and then we'll go to break and talk more about what's going on in the school. But what I've noticed is, uh, like specifically, this senior class and the like, the stuff in the paper about bringing back powder puff. And then when I've seen the student section at the football games, and and when I think back to being a, a student, it just seems like what a really great, great group. I, I'm. I'm impressed from afar, and, and you agreed. You said yeah. something about it. I, we have great leadership at the high school right now. Um, this senior class is is an amazing set of leaders, and um, it's a great example for, for all of our other students. And so um, it has been positive. And we really kicked it off this year. Um, Mr. Van Walden, Mr. Kloffenstein, and I um, had the band come in, and we talked about we all support each other. We support the band. We support cross-country. We support football we are here for each other. And so I feel like that senior class has em, em, embraced that and kind of gone with it. And, and they've been there for, you know, volleyball and everything. Well, it's a lot more fun that way for yeah. everyone. I mean, is, that's, the way, that's the way to do it. Yeah. And we're going to talk more about that and, and what's going on and the way to, way to do those things. Uh, after this break, you're watching Washington Live. Stick around and we'll pick up right where we left off. Since 1905, Kelowna Cooperative Technology Company has helped our community stay connected with the latest advancements in clear, dependable telecommunications services. KCTC provides rural Iowans with access to high-speed fiber internet, as well as phone, television, computer repair, and cybersecurity solutions. We're also proud supporters of local organizations and area schools within the community. KCTC, keeping Kelowna connected. Welcome back to Washington Live, uh, powered by KCTC. I'm your host, Jaron Rosine. We have Nick and Teresa in the studio. And what are you, are you uh, Principal Bean Blossom, Mrs. Bean Blossom, Queen Boss, as I said? <laughs> For, what? Um, I, I'm Mrs. Bean Blossom. Um, yeah, Mrs. B. Mrs. Bean B. Blossom. Nice. Yeah. Um, Nick, were you? Uh, we were just talking about stuff on the break about students and our type of student that we are what mm -hmm. were you a, a oh, good i was student? an angel i think i was <laughs> not to toot my own horn but i think i was every teacher i had i think i was their favorite you were a well-behaved i was very <laughs> yes most mrs Lut i took it took me two years to finish high school chemistry so mrs latowski might say something different but <laughs> i think she liked me still okay well, i mean you're kind and i appreciate yes. that uh, Nick is a fresh college grad from UNI, a oh. digital media production, and this mm -hmm. is his his out of college job. He set up the entire studio. So this is awesome! Great, yeah. congratulations! Thank you. Yeah, good work. All right, so let's talk about what's happening at school. You mentioned supporting everyone. There's um, we're in football season right now. Mm -hmm. We have Fairfield tonight. What else is going on right now? 
Um, so, um, cross country, the girls and boys last night just became conference champs. So both teams are conference champs. That's awesome. Um, I believe volleyball, um, won last night as well. Um, band has been doing well. Um, they've had some tough, tough competitions, but have scored kind of where Mr. Hughes has said they would, uh, they did win, um, a competition here a couple weeks ago. So they're doing really well as well. Um, Maybe that's all connected to the attitude that's being promoted that you mentioned at the at the beginning of the year you kicked off. I mean, maybe that's me being, so I have a psych BA. <laughs> you mentioned counseling and how the mind works, but I, I think there's some relevance there, that positive attitude and how well everyone's doing. Yeah, it's exciting. It's fun. It's fun to be in the building. It's fun to, to feel it. It, it feels, it, it does feel different um, than it did last year. I will say that, so. And keep that momentum going. I'm sure that will... Um, carry forward. Yeah. Do you have any big changes coming up? What's the school? I think we talked about building stuff earlier, but what's the building plan right now? The the bond issue and, and those changes that are coming. So they're going to start using some of our um, facilities starting at the this summer, actually, and tying in so they can start to begin um, the build next year, next summer, um, within within the end like of our East Wing, the old. Uh, middle school they'll tie into the end of that so okay. they, we were looking at at what rooms are going to be used at that point and it's a couple offices um that will not be usable next year which we can move those offices um and then they're not sure how they're going to do it on the other end yet or they're talking about different things and so just um kind of figuring out what does that look like it doesn't displace any of us right now mm -hmm. um I'm, I'm sure that will come at some point. And the engineers help with all of that mm -hmm. and the phases and how to kind of transition through the building, I imagine. Yeah. The building project. Yeah. yeah. Um, our tech people, um, John Tabakhorst and Jeff Brock, they mm -hmm. do an amazing job of working with all of the construction people, the managers, and kind of keep us informed and let us know when people are going to be in the building. Uh, Mr. Stone obviously has a huge sure. role in all of that. Um, but we work with all of them to get where we need to be. Well, that is wonderful trying to think look at my list what else do we need to oh shout out to paula who says you're the best yes <laughs> hi paula <laughs> your kids are the best so are you well that is that is great um events sports band typical day regulations that was a fun one uh, ojt is fun too i was oh, yeah. just thinking about the different students i see out and about during the day it's kind of weird but yeah. i do a workout in the morning there's an ojt uh student there and also had the same thing where at first the it just as a simple thing like hello the hellos were not quite there at first as the <laughs> student started working at the front desk uh, but now there's because you get the senior fitness and you got the regular fitness and we're getting we're getting hellos and greetings and Good. it's fun to see the that development yeah which I think you said is your favorite part it is it is and we have about sixty students I think maybe a little bit more that do OJT during the day yeah I think it's I have an OJT student as well oh, at, you do? at JP oh, yeah Julia. So well, I appreciate it. Uh, for someone that doesn't know, what is OTG? Oh, oh, JT. <laughs> what, JT? Uh, maybe I said it too fast. On the job training. Oh, okay. So I did it when I was a student at the True Value. You could do it after school hours, uh, during school hours, if your schedule allows. It's coordinated with like the business teacher. So there's mm. an evaluation and a permission slip and uh, potentially you could utilize the teacher as a mm -hmm. intermediary if you were like having issues mm -hmm. of like attendance or discipline. Uh, I have never had any any trouble like that, but uh, was that an accurate description? That is very accurate. The only requirement prior to doing OJT is that you have to have job skills, which is a class. Oh, okay. 
Nothing similar. We have a Mount Pleasant uh, grad. Yeah, yeah. I, we had internships, and I did mine at the U.S. Department of Agriculture. Oh. It was a lot of documents. I imagine. <laughs> yes. Oh. Do you remember? Did you retain any information that you learned? Uh, windmills time? are expensive. <laughs> are you using any of that information now? I was. I was gonna go study business, and I made it uh, a semester. And I was like, I hate this. And, <laughs> oh, right. And then changed a semester into college. Well, you still picked an industry that pays, which yes. is great. <laughs> my I, my path was a little different, <laughs> but we I learned nonetheless. Um, have we missed anything that you wanted to cover, Nick? I think we're I think we're good. Well, we've also asked you here to play the birthday game, unless there's anything that you'd like to say that uh, we haven't covered yet. Uh, I don't think so. I've really enjoyed being here. I love being at the high school. Um, shout out to all our students. Keep doing a good job. <laughs> That's right. And, and to our teachers. You're doing great. I know it's hard some days, but <laughs> keep rocking it. Thank you for joining us and talking about all of these fun things and some of the, the nitty gritty things. What do we have for our, are you familiar with the rules of the birthday game? I don't know we, the rules. So I don't know the rules. We have happy birthdays first to Kara Goodwin uh, and to Lydia Colthurst on my list. We also have famous birthdays and Nick is insufferable. He uh, has <laughs> us guess the age of the celebrity birthday. Oh. If we're within three years, uh, you get a point. If you land it spot on, you get two points and you can win this oh yes which is a great conversation starter at first if you won you just you win but okay. that is how we end our show on a, on a light note <laughs> all right let's take it away Nick? Uh, first before we get into the birthday game we have our national day it is national be bald and be free day so all right if you're, if you're still holding on to that hair just, just shake it off. we had a student come in that had shaved their head they were all i wonder if that was like For were the they day. was it today I, yeah okay. i mean they, i don't i didn't talk bald, to them being free i didn't talk to them i don't know if that's why they did it but i'm just saying you'll have to find out I because will. it could be connected to the national day it very well could be well i'm probably going to be it in a few years uh so first <laughs> up we have he's been doing a treatment program <laughs> we share candidly as as you have today what do we have well, yeah, first up we have a uh, usher the uh, the pop singer um uh, would you like to go first on this one and then i'll go first on the next uh yeah that sounds good um let's go with um 47 47 okay i will go for 50. Mm. we'll see what happens he is 44 so to be oh you get the point early all right good um point. this is not where this good. is where the game goes downhill because it was not a good day for celebrity birthdays uh next oh, up <laughs> we have Steve Coogan, who is a uh, mm. British comedic actor. Uh, that's where I've seen him. Yeah, it's one of those faces where Have you seen I remember him. But Steve? Yeah, no. Okay. There's also a lot of voice acting, so that's another hard one where... Well, I'll go first. I'm going to see We're going to go to 65. Yeah, we'll go 65. I'm going to go with uh, 68. All right. What do we have? He is actually 57. Oh, 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 oh I <laughs> sorry, am so Steve. sorry, Steve. <laughs> I don't think he's watching. It's fine. Uh, it is interesting to see the different care that some celebrities have taken yeah. because there's a 20-year swing on some of these. <laughs> it's impressive. Uh, next up, we have uh, Ralph Lauren, whose oh, uh, birth name is Leaf Schitz. Don't know why he changed it. That's a completely normal name. Oh, God. oh goodness. Um, I... He, sorry again, Ralph. I don't know if he's aged well or not. Um, I'm going to go with um, 79. 79. Now. Yeah. I'm going to do the 75. He is 83. Oh, so oh we both okay. are not doing it. So, oh, no. Uh, the last one we have is Lori Petty from League of Their Own, Orange is the New Black. 
I do um, not recognize. Again, that. I had to go to the to the depths of famous people today. Yeah. Uh, I guess I'm up first. Uh, I'll do forty. Forty-five. I'm going fifty-two. Fifty-two. All right. Yeah. Let's see. You have the win right now. Yeah, and she is fifty-nine. So Teresa, oh. one one to nothing. Yeah. We Three, did four poorly today, but congratulations. <laughs> this is well, for you. Thank, oh, thank you. Thank it's, you. The, I will display this proudly. Well, thanks to Matt Bryant <laughs> yes. for making that purchase. Thank you again for joining us today. Thank you. On this episode of Washington Live, powered by KCTC. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next week.